You are listening to the Inspiring Your Shine podcast, where you will be empowered with the truth to live authentically, abundantly, and on purpose, taking you and your business from surviving to thriving by helping you be authentically you. Hello and welcome to Inspiring Your Shine. This is Rebecca, your personal growth mentor, and today we are going to be talking about identifying your limiting beliefs. Here is the funny thing. You may not even realize that you have them, but it is my job to inform you about what they are and how they are lurking around in your subconscious so that you can identify them and replace them and have better results this year. So the first thing that I want to tell you about it is, have you ever heard that saying, and it's a scripture, everything is possible for the one who believes. You know, we throw these things around and we say them, we hear them, they're familiar to us, but do we really understand the principles behind them? Do we really know that they are truth? This being a scripture, everything is possible for one who believes. Because our belief is what is directing our action or our inaction. So it's so powerful. It's a part of the way that our brain is wired together. We program our brains. And so we can also reprogram our brains. So that's what I'm going to be looking to do with you today. So let's start with where do limiting beliefs come from? Where do they start? And from the time that we are small, we begin to make connections with the world. Our brain helps us and stores away information so that we can make sense of things that are going on around us. So of course, first of all, our limiting beliefs come from childhood. Now I, in my first program I ever wrote, I used the semblance of a tree and I talked about you are the seed that has this opportunity to grow and unfortunately you are growing in soil that is tainted by people around you. And so not all of us, you know, we all have different things. Everybody has a story, right? Some are worse than others. But it is true that the soil that we grow up in and around us, whether it be culture or our family, it impacts us. So, of course, that is where your beliefs first start. And I'm going to talk to you about how repetitiveness and words all play into building our beliefs. So that is where those beliefs start and take root, is in childhood. And of course, the next place that we build our beliefs is through our own experiences. So it's how we perceive and experience the world. So for instance, I had a limiting belief around money. I had limiting mindset around money. And I actually recorded a podcast about that. Um, It's one of my most listened to podcasts called Developing a Wealthy Mindset. And in it, I talked about how growing up, I equated money with happiness because we were happy when we had money. And when we didn't have money, we weren't happy. And so I created belief systems around money as you probably have too with your experiences. So the things that we experience in our life definitely direct our belief system. The things that we think are true 
in our lives. They're the truths that we hold. And what's really interesting to me too is how much in the Bible God talks about not to rely on our own understanding because we can be so deceived because of these beliefs that we obtain through our own experiences, our own perceptions, and because of the people around us. Another place that beliefs are created is through our association. So that is why people will say, if you hang around people that make a certain amount of money, most likely you also are going to make about that same amount of money because your association is influencing your behaviors, what you say, how you think, and all of those play in to your belief system. So the reason I wanted to record this about limiting beliefs is because they are blind spots in our lives and many times they keep us small and struggling and because they are so ingrained and deep in our subconscious mind, we aren't even aware of them and therefore they are sabotaging our intentions, they're, in, they're sabotaging what we're saying to ourselves. They're sabotaging what we hope for. And so I want to make sure that you are able to identify these blind spots, these beliefs so that you can uproot them and you can replace them with new thoughts that will get you to a different place. This training originated from my Next Level Confidence Challenge that I did in my Social Selling Success Society group. And the reason why I included it as it's own subject on day two of the challenge is because I was a victim of my own limiting beliefs. So I've told this story similar, so I apologize if you've heard it before, but for those of you who have not heard it, I was in a network marketing company, joined when I was 23, and we were in that company for eight years. I think it was maybe a year or two in, we attended a big conference that they had. We attended all of them, but this was about maybe year one or two. And the guy on stage was on fire and everybody in the crowd was just going crazy, yelling, freedom, freedom. And everybody was so hyped after this intense weekend of just motivation and excitement and enthusiasm. And every single one of us in that audience just was so full of passion that we just thought we were going to go out of that room and we were going to grow, you know, like I'm sure you've been there, right? You've had that, you're so full of motivation and excitement, but he comes on stage and he says, I just want to be honest with you. So many of you, 98% of you will leave this room and you will come back next year having done nothing. Only 2% of you will go out and actually do something. And I remember in my spirit feeling like that's going to be me. I'm going to be the 2%. I'm ready. I'm going to do this. And I, there was nobody that could have told me any different. I was so convinced that I had what I needed. I was so excited. I was so motivated. I was so determined. I wanted it. I was willing to do things. And I went out of there and I did try to do things, but I was not successful. And guess what? The next year I went back the same level that I had been the year before. And it happened year after year after year. And every time I was like, this year is going to be my year. Things are going to change. And this is the thing that I didn't realize then. What was holding me back was my belief 
inside that I wasn't capable, that nobody took me serious, that even the actions that I did take, they probably could see that frightened little girl inside of me that just knew they were going to figure me out, that I wasn't somebody who was capable of being successful. That was what my belief was inside of me. And so the reason why I wanted to make sure that I shared this is because I know that I didn't realize why that was happening. I didn't know that my beliefs were actually sabotaging my actions, my behavior, my results. And so what I did was I turned inward to myself and I blamed myself and thought that I just wasn't good enough and I didn't deserve good things and success. And that that was why I wasn't having my success. And I know that many of you have done the same things. That you've thought about quitting and you thought, maybe I just don't have what it takes. Maybe I'm just not good enough like those other people that have done it. And so I wanted to make sure that you guys were encouraged that it's not you. I promise that it's not that there's anything that you aren't capable of doing. It is these darn limiting beliefs based on things, experiences, and your family and your association that are keeping you small. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to get in there and we're going to uproot those things. So in order to identify your limiting beliefs, the first thing that you have to do is you have to look around you at your life. And basically, your reality is telling you a story of your limiting beliefs. So I want you to think about how much money you make. There is a belief that is keeping you making that amount of money. I want you to look around at your surroundings and where you're living and what's going on around you. And I want you to know that your belief system has you there. And so you need to make sure that if you want to change your life, if you want something in your life to change, you will have to identify where you have your limiting beliefs. The things that are keeping you comfortable, keeping you small, keeping you safe, because that is what your brain wants to do. And so you have to fight against it. And so when we're trying to create new goals and new dreams and we're looking forward to the future, we can set those things. But if we don't believe that it's truly possible, then We're just fooling ourselves. Even if we take action, we will sabotage our efforts because we don't really believe. So for instance, there were many, many years that I was claiming on my vision board and my dream board and everything that I was going to be a millionaire. And at that time, it was like, by the time I'm 35, I want to be a millionaire. And unfortunately, because no one else in my family ever that I'm aware of, was a millionaire. I wanted to believe it, but my mind just didn't have any evidence. So now that more time has passed, I still have being a millionaire on my goals and my vision, and I do believe it now that I can accomplish it way more than I did back then because I actually have evidence. I know more people that make millions of dollars. I have my own experiences in what I'm capable of and the way that that million dollars can be made. For instance, I have a course that sells for $997. If I were to sell 1,000 of those courses, I would be a millionaire. So once you have things in your life that can give you evidence 
then it will help you to build your belief. But I want you to first take inventory of your current situations and ask yourself, what is my current reality revealing to me about what I believe? Not what you want to believe, but what you actually already believe, the way that your brain is already programmed. Pay particular close attention to the areas where you feel like you've been stuck, whether it be that you can't get above a particular income, you can't seem to make relationships work out, you have been stuck in a job that you hate, you can't seem to rise above the level that you're at in your business, whatever it is. I want you to really pay close attention to those areas where you're stuck. Because if you're feeling stuck, then that means that you aren't satisfied in those areas. So those are some of the areas you want to focus on first. Another thing that I want you to start paying close attention to is if you say it, then you believe it. So I have a mentor named Kellyanne, and she's so amazing, so grateful for her of self-leadership global. And we were at a mastermind and I kept saying that I suck at marketing. And she turned to me and she said, if you're saying it, then you believe it. And here's the thing. I can't believe that I suck at marketing because if I believe that, then I won't be able to make money doing what I do because I don't have somebody else marketing for me. And so it is my responsibility. And therefore, if I'm saying it, I believe it. Therefore, it's directing my action. And that definitely made me recognize and realize that if you are saying it, then you believe it. So I want you to think about and capture What are the things that you are saying that are contrary to what you want? And in hidden inside of those words are some limiting beliefs. The next thing that I want you to look at is what are you thinking repetitively that is creating resistance for you? So when it's time to do the task of that thing that will move you forward, and it's different for all of us depending on our business, but it could be, you know, that you need to make phone calls to connect with people and set up appointments. It could be that you need to show up on social media and do your social selling and really make sure that you are showing up and creating your brand so that other people can connect with you and you're not doing that. Maybe it is that you are not going out and meeting people so that you can expand your business. So you know what that is for you, what you're not doing. And what I want you to think about is what are you thinking about when you know that you should be doing it, but you're not doing it. When you're having that resistance, when you are procrastinating, when you are consciously choosing to blow it off, even though you had committed to yourself that you were going to do it, why? I want you to start thinking about the thoughts that you are thinking when that is happening. So some limiting thoughts could, they generally always start with, I can't, I don't, I won't. And so it has a negative spin to it. And so make sure that you are really thinking back to Or maybe just the next time that you go to do something, you start having resistance or procrastination, hesitation. All of those are showing that your mind is trying to align you with what you believe, what has always been the sameness that you have come accustomed to. 
So that's another way for you to identify your limiting beliefs. Another phrase that you might be saying is, I want, but. So anything that comes after that but, then you can identify as a limiting belief as well. So this is where I want to empower you. Now that you have a little bit of ammunition about when we have repetitive thoughts, then that is going to strengthen our belief and our own brain's resolve to keep us in that sameness and whatever we're saying we believe and whatever our life around us is identifying our belief system. And then the next thing that what you can do is look to the association around you because most likely whoever you're associating with, you share similar belief systems to them and nothing against them. But we know that in order for us to grow, for us to change our lives and to go to that next level, to get to the place where we desire to go inside of our hearts, we will have to do some things differently. So I just want you to start analyzing all of those things and getting aware. Because now what we need to do is we need to start reprogramming your brain. Now I want, before I tell you some things that you can do to start reprogramming your brain, I want to share with you a couple of things that you may not know about how your brain operates. First of all, your brain has a built-in survival instinct. Some people call it fight or flight. Whatever you want to refer to it, I call it the survival instinct. And it's basically your default programming, and it's based in fear of the unknown. Your brain puts you on high alert when it does not know what's next. It's activated when you're just a tiny baby. When you feel the sensation of potential danger of falling, you know how babies flail their arms? It starts from way back then. The survival instincts that are part of your human condition that your brain is programmed to keep you safe. So anytime we have to face an unknown situation, our brain will put us on high alert. And that is when we feel those feelings that we are interpreting as fear. So I want to tell you that anytime you approach the unknown, you will have fear and feelings of alertness, and you will have to take action not knowing what's to come. And that is when bravery happens, is when you actually start taking the action. And the whole saying of stepping out in faith is you're actually in action, walking in faith, even though you don't know exactly what's going to happen. You have a hope of what is to come. And so we have to just stay focused on that hope of what is to come. And that is faith. The other thing that we need to do to overcome our own brain's need to protect us of the unknown, because if you only stay in the known and in your comfort zone, you will not be able to experience anything different than you have today. And I know you want more than you have today. So therefore, it will take intention because you will have to get out of your subconscious mind that does the same thing over and over and you will have to get into your conscious mind and you will have to direct your action with intention. 
um, a way to make sure that you don't fail when it comes to stepping out to do something new when it's in the unknown is to have a really good plan. Make sure you get mentorship because if somebody else's experiences can help build your belief system. And I also think it's a really good idea to just schedule a time and have your plan of the tasks that you're going to be doing when you're stepping out into the unknown and just committing fully to the process, to taking action. I talked about a couple of these things in the last podcast I recorded on podcast number 38. So if you haven't heard that podcast about fear and conquering your fear, then I definitely suggest that you go back and listen to it. It has a lot more detail about what I was just speaking about. So the next part of your brain that you may not recognize is that your brain has those chemical reactions. So when I told you that your brain puts you on high alert when in unknown situations because that survival instinct is activated, well, what happens is there's actually a chemical reaction in your body. It's the same chemical reaction that happens when you get excited sexually, when you have fear. They're not the exact same chemical reactions, but those are the things that actually give us the sensations and the feelings that then we interpret as our emotions. So those thoughts trigger neurotransmitters to give you a physiological response in your body. And that is why you will feel your emotions. So if you're feeling happy, it's a chemical reaction. If you're feeling fear, it's a chemical reaction. If you're feeling passion, it's a chemical reaction. If you're feeling mad, it's a chemical reaction. And so I need you to know and understand that because what's causing those chemical reactions is actually your thoughts. Your thoughts are what is generating all of those chemicals going off in your body and sending your brain the messages about how you feel. And so if you want to feel happier, if you want to feel more enthusiasm rather than fear, or you want to feel good rather than bad, then you need to control your thoughts. It all starts in your thoughts. The next part of your brain that you may not know about is it's called the reticular activating system, the RAS. And it is a filter that is in your brain to help you to not be overstimulated. So basically it's like a little filter that you program And you basically are identifying to your brain what's important to you. So the things that you're thinking over and over, your brain thinks it's important to you. The things that you are experiencing over and over, your brain thinks it's important to you. This is why when you make a vision board and why it's so powerful is when you have made a vision board and you have picked out particular pictures and things that you want and you see that day after day after day, you are programming your RAS, your reticular activating system to tell it that's important to me. So you're telling the reticular activating system to notice those things, to get those things, that you want those things, that they're important to you. It's the same concept of once you get pregnant, you see all the pregnant people. Once you have a car or you're looking for a particular car, you'll see those cars everywhere. Once you decide that you want to buy a house, then you will notice every single house that you never noticed before. And that is what your reticular activating system does. So one of the things that I want to encourage you to do as we start switching to programming your brain is I want you to make a vision board. 
It's the beginning of 2020 right now at the time of this recording, and so it's perfect time for you to make a vision board. A great way to make a vision board is just go onto Pinterest and pin a bunch of things that inspire you, and then you can do the view on your Pinterest pins and make it small and print that out. You, you could even do a screenshot of or you can save pictures and drag them in, into Canva. Or you can collect pictures on, you know, just Google for different things that you want that you can find visuals to. Like, even if it's that you want more happiness, find a picture of happy people laughing um, or pictures of you laughing and pull them in to a Canva document and make your own visuals. It used to be old school, you go through magazines. Most of us don't have magazines laying around anymore. But if you do, definitely do that because the visuals are so important. Our brain thinks in visuals. So having that vision board is so powerful for you to be reprogramming your brain to tell you what you want, to tell your brain that this is important to me. I want this. And it's so cool because I know lots of people that do vision boards and year after year after year, people who do vision boards will have made so much more progress. And there's been times where we have found old vision boards that we forgot about. And it's so cool to be able to look at them and be like, wow, I accomplished all of those things. Almost 90% of all the things you accomplish. It's the most amazing thing. So the other thing that I want to tell you that you can do to reprogram your brain is to really think about your association. Now, I know that all of these things that I'm telling you is nothing new, but You need to hear it again because if you're still in the same spot, you aren't taking action on these things. And so I want to remind you again, you don't need to go and get all new friends or not spend any time with your family. Basically, what you want to do is you want to insert new association into your life by reading books, listening to podcasts and allowing yourself to meet new people and new mindsets. Maybe at some meetups, you can go to some networking events just so that you can have higher level conversations that maybe aren't happening at home or in if you still have a job at the workplace. And so it's really nice to be around other people that are really striving and growing and are in that growth mindset. I definitely recommend that you start seeking out new association. And you can do this while you're driving in your car, while you're doing dishes. You can listen to podcasts. You can read books before you go to bed instead of playing on your phone. You could read books during the day at lunch. You know, you can fit that in and it will make such a difference. So the last thing that I want to suggest that you do is create a new identity. And I'm going to be doing a podcast on exactly how to do that. It'll be released two after this because I'm going to be doing one on confidence. And then the last one is about stepping into a new identity. And I'm going to tell you exactly how to do that. In the meantime, if you wanted, you could read the book Alter Ego Effect by Todd Herman. And it will help you to understand a little bit about what I'm going to be talking about with building this new identity. Because You have to have an aspirational identity to step into that is different from who you are today so that you can push yourself so that you can have a measure of where you need to go, what you need to do differently. So that would be the last thing that I would tell you that you would need to do to start reprogramming your brain. So just to recap all the different things that I said in order to understand where those limiting beliefs are, you need to look at your reality and you need to identify based on how my life is right now, what is that saying about what I believe and identifying those beliefs that are not going to change unless you feed it new information. And then you need to pay attention to what you're saying 
And along with what you're saying, I want to mention that, and this will be talked about more in depth in my identity training, but you need to make sure what are the labels that you're giving yourself? Because if you are telling yourself you're stupid or incapable or any label like that, you are sabotaging your own efforts. You need to be very careful with that. But you actually could put a label on yourself that would help you step into your new identity. When I started calling myself a personal growth mentor, which was a title I gave to myself, then I stepped into that. And you can too. You could make a name for yourself and start stepping into that identity. So then the other thing that I want to make sure that you are aware of your thoughts, because any thought that is not moving you forward is holding you back. And so you have to start taking your thoughts captive and making them obedient to Christ. That's a scripture. We all know that scripture, right? We have to make our thoughts obedient. We have to have our thoughts be pure and lovely at all times. We have 100% control over what we think and what we think about ourselves. And so it's time to really get serious about controlling your thoughts. There was a sign once that somebody gave to me and it said, if you control your thoughts, you control your world. If you control your thoughts, you can change your world. And so I want to encourage you that you can absolutely watch what you say, watch what you think and identify those beliefs. And when it comes to the reprogramming, make sure that you're getting new information putting in so that you have an opportunity to create new beliefs because your brain is going to look for some evidence. So go out there and find it. Find people who are very successful in doing what you do. And if you can get around them or if you can listen to trainings that they do, then it will help you to learn and grow. The next thing is to remember to make that vision board, to make some kind of visuals, even if you just have one Thing to focus on that would help pull you forward into a different action of some sort, then do that. The last thing I want to leave you with is that you have to make a decision to change. You have to make a decision to get intentional. You're going to have to take some time to sit down and make a plan. You're going to have to take time to sit down and identify those beliefs. As long as you are letting them lurk out there undefined, they will continue to sabotage you. So do the work. Make sure that you are taking the time to take your thoughts captive, to know what you're saying, to understand the belief system that you have so that you can grow into that new person that can step into the new life that you desire. I believe in you and I want your life to change as much as you do. I truly do. And I'm so happy that you've taken the time to listen. I hope that you were able to understand what I was talking about. Sometimes when we're talking about things that are on the subconscious level, it's difficult. It's difficult for me to explain. I start feeling very spiritually attacked, but I want you to have this information and I just hope that it helps you if if you enjoyed this, if you like the podcast, if you enjoy what I bring to you, I just ask that you would leave me a review on iTunes or on whatever channel that you listen to. That shows uh, social proof that this is a place that I teach and I bring stuff that is valuable for people. So if you would take the time to do that, I would respond to you. I would give you a shout out. I would so appreciate it. Then I also want to mention to you that if you are a Christian woman who serves and sells 
through your social networks and you desire to get unstuck and to the next level, then you should be a part of my Social Selling Success Society Facebook group. Please go find me over there, Social Selling Success Society. Nobody else has that name, just me. So I would love to have you come and enjoy the monthly challenges for free. I give you great information every single month to help you to grow and prosper. Thank you so much for listening. Shine bright and make a difference.